Hey guys, Arjun here from the Twin Cast, about to give you a mini review of The Big Short. So The Big Short was a film I wanted to watch because of the Reddit crisis that happened a couple weeks back about the market. So I wanted to watch a movie about the stock market. And my favorite movie about the stock market has to be The Brilliant Big Short. So The Big Short is directed by Adam McKay. And Adam McKay was known for his comedy career with the with movies such as Step Brothers. So he was known for comedy, but then what he did was he began to write scripts for films that were more dramedy, more drama comedy, tragic comedy, however you want, would want to describe this film. So this was his first foray, I guess you could say, into actual drama filmmaking. So this is a great first feature for drama filmmaking. And I want to just discuss the plot, some of my favorite scenes, and what I think of the impact of this film has been on me. So the film has three main plot lines as well as a fourth kind of narrator plot line at the same time. The first plot line is about Michael J. Burry, played by Christian Bale, who finds out three years before the market is going to crash that when the subprime loans adjustable mortgage rates are able to be changed, many people have taken loans will have what would happen was they will lose their house and will not be able to pay because of this the bonds will collapse a kind of secondary plot line that runs throughout the film is played by jared vanette who's played by ryan gosling sorry jared vanette played by ryan gosling ryan gosling plays a character jared vanette as i said who figures out and finds out kind of at his work at deutsche bank that the market will probably crash in three years. And what he does is he leverages his position of knowledge to this other hedge fund run by Mark Baum, played by Steve Carell, in a great role. I've never seen him in Foxcatcher, but this is his one of his best dramatic performances, as he's so good. But he finds out about this, and Mark Baum decides to also buy $1 billion worth of insurance swaps on the mortgages. And the kind of third plot line is these two traders of the Brownfield Fund who live next door to this ingenious trader who's played by Brad Pitt. And Brad Pitt helps them buy swaps, leverage their money to pay off, to pay and buy the mortgage swaps in order for them to gain wealth. But Brad Pitt plays a great character in this film. And I think also so does Mark Baum, Christian Bale, the whole cast is stacked. And with a stacked cast, you all you usually get a great movie. So the thing about this movie is, is a tonally subversive and diverse tone. I, I don't know how you would describe it. It goes from breaking the fourth wall, comedy, tragedy, all these different tones together. And many people, I many people would think that wouldn't work, but it does. It knows how to balance tones. That's the best part. And I think that's why the drama comedy or comedy with another genre is one of the best genres out there because comedy is a significant part of life. And when a film is too self-serious, you kind of feel this dynamic of it being unrealistic. When you have comedic elements in a film, I think there's more realism actually in a film with comedy because comedy is all around us and having comedy in life makes it better. So the kind of use of tragedy and comedy and all these human emotions that are interconnected together really works in this film. I think that the tone is, is one of its key allies. And I think the best scene in the film, my favorite scene in the film by far with such great tone is a scene that takes place in a adult nightclub where 
Mark Baum, played by Steve Carell, is talking to this dancer, and it's a comedic scene. But what happens is, as he discusses to her, as he talks to her, he begins to find out that as it, it gets goes from being extremely funny to a little bit tragic as well, because we figure out that this woman who's a dancer who supports her family, her kids through dancing will lose everything because she over leveraged herself and because the banks let it happen. And when he sees that, that's kind of a pivotal scene within the film. I think that that scene defines the movie because it defines the movie because it shows a thematic tone that really makes me really love this film. And it kind of shows this struggle that Mark Baum has as he's kind of the moral conscience of this film as he is for the working man. And even though he manages a hedge fund, he really cares about common people. And because of this, it kind of accentuates, it shows him being the center, kind of the heart. And Christian Bale, who also plays an extremely good character, written character, he is unlikable. Christian Bale has no likable qualities. He's very distant. He's arrogant. He has no empathy because of his Asperger's. And the thing is, he's unlikable. But Mark Baum is a great contrast to that. Another scene that I think kind of defined the film is this scene for each character. It's the scene where... Steve, what what happens is that Christian Bale restricts funds for the investors. And because of that, this restriction of funds, what it does is it makes everyone turn against him. And I think that he, Christian Bale's character does everything for money, right? He does it for monetary gain to help people. And he doesn't care what bridges he burns. And when he does this, that's kind of exemplifies his whole character and his personality. His personality is all based on making money, making profit, not caring about other people, being consumed by wealth. And this kind of being consumed by wealth shown in the scene as each email comes through. And as we see each email, we begin to see how his actions have affected people. And, and these people are extremely wealthy. And it's just, it's a shocking scene where like, we kind of see that he doesn't have an understanding of what humans want of what like of he doesn't understand humans in general and it and he comes off as extremely unlikable so this kind of that scene also defines his character and i think my favorite character in the film maybe besides mark bound mark bound is just an excellent character is by far jared vanette so jared vanette is this kind it's i would call him actually the smartest guy in this film he finds out about this deal from one of his good buddies at his job and what he does with that information is hilarious. So he's this guy, he's like in upper management, I guess you could say of a large banking firm called Deutsche Bank. Deutsche Bank's in the news a lot. And Deutsche Bank, he works there. It's like, I think it said that the character is based on was vice president of acquisitions. I don't know what that means, but he was a vice president. He was making a lot of money, but he wasn't wealthy. But what he saw was he saw an opportunity to strike. And Jared Vanette is the most interesting character because he kind of narrates the story. His actions bring everyone together. He he kind of, everything he does, he kind of connects all the characters together. His actions are able to bring the story together. And because of this, a distinctly smart choice that Adam McKay made within the film is having him be the voice, this kind of narrator, the narrator of the story. And because he is the narrator of the story, we kind he kind of becomes like the audience, right? He sees he's kind of very self-interested. He doesn't really care about other people. 
And while that is a very negative trait indeed, I, I don't think people should be self-obsessed at all, but he's kind of, he's so open about his greed and his, his terrible attributes that it's kind of funny. He's kind of a funny character who just kind of narrates the story. He's kind of there along for the ride while also trying to make money. And I find his character to be so funny and so relatable because of how cunning he is. His character just, he literally finds this portfolio, this presentation by the investor, Mark Baum. And he, what happens is he makes $50 million from royalties alone at his company, which was just, it's just genius. I've always really liked, I've always enjoyed his character for being just such a greedy and selfish person, but also just for being just a funny guy and kind of this dynamic character that I really enjoy. And the third plot line that I didn't talk about, this is kind of the most minor plot line, which is the Brownfield Fund and their kind of adventures there. I would say the weakest part of the film, while Brad Pitt gives an excellent performance, I don't think they're as compelling as the other kind of three plot lines that go throughout the film, but they are a nice spice. They show, they kind of, they have an interesting dynamic in the film. So I, I do enjoy their characters, but not as much as some other people, not as much as the other three plot lines. And what I would say about them is that they, they're young and they're kind of young guns and they got lucky. And then what happens is that as they walk around and as they kind of, as they begin to piece together how they made their money, we kind of begin to see it sink into their hearts. And that was a, that, that's one thing I do say that was extremely emotional and extremely effective within the film is their kind of emotional journey from being kind of these happy-go-lucky, well, happy-go-lucky, I would even call them amateur investors to kind of tragic figures almost. Like they, there's a certain tragedy about what they're feeling and kind of what happens with them and how they're kind of, how they feel, I think at the end of the film, they feel like they've almost wronged people to a degree, which I think was a very interesting interesting way to go with the film. So yeah, I, I thought that was, that was a very excellent plot line in the film. I think that the film works to the best when all the plot lines work together. They all work together so well. They're all so cohesive. And each of the scenes that exemplify them kind of show Adam McKay's versatility as he takes these different scenarios and pieces them together in an extremely fascinating way. Because it's almost like a series of vignettes of different characters tied together by Jared Vanette, which is just excellent writing on the part of Adam McKay. Because Adam McKay is a very versatile writer. I think this is his best work. I was not a fan of Vice. I found Vice extremely boring. This is a film that I absolutely enjoyed and thought was extremely effective. So fun just so entertaining on so many different levels. And I think that anyone who has not seen this movie definitely should go see it. A lot of fans were kind of upset with Adam McKay's choice from going for this for, because a lot of people like his wacky comedies, but I'm telling you, this is his masterpiece. This is a film. I don't think he will ever be able to top because of how good it is, how strong it is, everything about it. I absolutely love. And I think that everyone should go watch this film immediately. If you have not seen it, you definitely need to go see it. And for my final rating, I'm going to go a B plus. That's a very high rating. And I would say go out and watch it and also go out and buy it. I wanted to say thank you so much for listening, subscribing, comment down below. What are your thoughts on Adam McKay's filmography? As well as what are your thoughts on The Big Short if you have seen it? 
I like to say thank you so much to our audience, to everyone listening. And I always like to say, make sure to reel it in. Yeah.